0: Theory. set timer for 15 minutes. Okay, your timer is set for 15 minutes. Hi, my name is Stuart Hackley and welcome to The Nug. The word of the day is Nug. So, hello. Uh, for the first time, welcome to the podcast. Um, basically, this one is going to lo- work a little bit differently from the concept. Like, I've chosen the word today as opposed to the word choosing me. But this is our, not pilot episode, but explanation episode for those who are interested about the concept. So basically what I did was, I decided I wanted to make a podcast and I was really dragging my feet about actually coming up with the concept. So I made a rule, which is that um, I was going to start recording and I was going to drink and talk until I came up with the podcast that I was going to do. And what came out is the concept I'm about to explain to you, the NUG. So this is all, informed by what i would call improvisational storytelling so i'm interested in the idea of improv both in comedy and in other realms i'm interested in storytelling as it relates to identity and i also just like talking and saying stupid shit so i thought i would combine those things into a podcast and there goes a loud running cat um so that's the type of uh that's the type of random energy you're getting from this podcast folks <laughs> Just a uh, loud, loud, weird foley noises. Um. So, anyways, so basically, I knew I was gonna never fucking do this podcast if I didn't place some restrictions on myself. So the idea I came up with was I'm going to place restraints on myself. Uh, this is kind of inspired by a podcast called um, "Worst Idea of All Time" by a couple guys from New Zealand, uh, Guy Montgomery and Tim Black. Go, Tim Bat. Go pick, check it out if you have a chance. Um, but basically, the requirement I'm placing on myself is that every time. I identify a word that is the nug. So like if the thought occurs to me that a word or concept that I've just experienced in my normal life is the nug, then I have 24 hours from that moment to make a 15-minute podcast about that concept in which I must speak uninterrupted for 15 minutes come hell or high water. Uh, prefer, preferably, I would say, related to that concept, but we'll see. Um, so... This is <laughs> a little bit like the game, you know. You know how people like in freaking middle school used to say, um, "Oh well, you know, I lost the game because the second you acknowledge that there's a game, you've lost the game." Uh, the same comes to be the case when identifying the nug. So um, I will know what the next episode will be about when I know, and it will be inescapable, and. I have no idea how this is going to go, so maybe it'll be like every day, and maybe it'll be like every two weeks, but we'll see. But I'm going to make myself do this through at least the end of uh, 2018, so at least until January 1st, 2019, um, I will sort of have be in this endless endless hellscape, this loop, um, <laughs> and it's honestly going to be pretty fucking brutal. Guys, buckle yourselves in, like, if you're actually listening to this, um... You know, you know what, you know what, this isn't for you. This is for me. I mean, like, honestly, part of the reason I'm doing this is that I'm interested in engaging in reflective exercise and getting some experience behind the mic, become a little bit more comfortable with what I'm talking about. And oh God, I just looked at my phone and that was probably a mistake because there's still like 11 minutes left. And um, did I mention that I have to talk for 15 minutes? So hmm, I guess a little bit about me. Um, I'm an educator. I worked as a history teacher before. I have a master's in history from the University of Vermont. Uh, relatedly, I work live in Burlington, Vermont at the moment. I'm 29 years old, um, and I have worked several years as history teacher as well as a researcher. And right now, I work in student services. So, I really like stories. I, and I think stories are really powerful, and I think that they kind of have an existence and momentum all their own that doesn't necessarily get the credit it deserves. So um, one of the inspirations for sort of my view of history is the thought of a uh, theorist named Hayden White who wrote about the nature of history in, I want to say the 90s, but um, Hayden White, among the many things he said, basically posited that actual historical events do not exist. Like in a very real sense, the things that happened in the past do not exist. So, when we speak of history, what we're actually talking about is the things that other people have said about the past instead of the past itself. So, basically, the act of telling history, the act of telling a story is an act of creation. Like, and I, you know, that tends to be how I view the world. Um, Everything is representation. So, I can't, I'm looking at a table and this mic that I bought for this ill fated podcast experiment. And neither of these things, the mic or the table, uh, well, they exist. Like, I'm not necessarily doubting that, but I don't actually have access to the physical things. If I touch them, I'm accessing my sensation of touch, which is the representation of the thing. If I look at them, I'm seeing a picture of them, not the thing itself. And the same goes with storytelling, meaning that like when we tell stories, we are creating the things that we are telling stories about. So like things didn't happen in exactly that way until we conceive of them happening that way. I think this is especially important for our own sense of identity. Um, how we think about ourselves. Like I think we're constantly telling ourselves stories, constantly engaged in dialogue with ourselves about who we are and what it means that we do what we do. Um, So basically, I think storytelling, it can be a valuable reflective exercise. And there's a lot that can come out of that. And I think if you ignore it, if you deny it, it will still exert an influence on your life. Um, so that's not the only reason I'm doing this, though. I'm also doing this because I thought it'd be fun. Uh, I want to become more comfortable with myself. Like, I am tend to be pretty good at talking to other people. Less good at being alone with myself, like a lot of people, I think. Um, so I thought this would be, you know, <laughs> I know some podcasts, like a couple podcasts where family members, um, you know, Dear Hank and John and My Brother, My Brother and Me, both inspirations for this podcast come to mind, where they uh, actually started doing things on the internet together to stay in touch. And I think, in a sense, I'm kind of doing the same thing, which is I am resolving to stay in touch with myself by doing the thing that I do best, which is talk a lot. Um, So there's another thing that I think needs to be explained, and it's this concept of the nug. So first of all, I have to give credit where credit is due. Um, The word came to me via a long-dead property of Polygon.com. Polygon, Polygon, the video game reporting website where Griffin McElroy, of my brother, my brother and me, and Nick Robinson um, both had a podcast called Cool Games Inc., in which they, like, discussed a concept called the Nug. I think the word is funny, so I'm using it. So thanks, guys. Um, I'm not really meaning to use it in the same way that that podcast did, but um, there is... A concept that is is worth explaining here, um, that will, will sh- shed some light on why I'm doing this as well. In addition to my sort of like uh, annoying the academic interests, and that is um, concept of following the string. So when I was in college, uh, I. Had a very good friend, and we were roommates for several years and spent most of our time together. We developed uh, probably not a unique philosophy of something called following the string, which is basically this idea that we have this internal drive toward things that we try our best to ignore most of the time. Meaning that like, if you are trying to decide what to do, very often you're not actually torn between the decisions, but rather you know what you want to do. And you know what you're going to do and you're consciously ignoring that and creating controversy in your mind to make yourself feel more comfortable with the decision you've already made. So basically, if you listen to yourself, if you really, really stop and listen, you already know yourself better than you give yourself credit for and you already know what you want to do. And that's the idea behind the NUG. The the NUG is that um, even though I don't know that I know, I know what the next podcast is going to be about. And as uncomfortable as it might make me, like, let's say, for example, and I'll give myself a free pass here, um, My the, the word that occurred to me as being the next nug were um, prostitution. Now, not to say that I'm necessarily to be talking about prostitution, but that would be a pretty wild second episode, don't you think? Um, but if that word occurs to me, and as the subject of the next podcast, then that's the subject of the next podcast, and I have to sit with that. And that's a really important part of this endeavor is that I'm committed to doing this thing and I'm committed to talking no matter how awkward it is. Speaking of awkwardness, holy Jesus, Louisus, Um I'm opening up my phone here. Uh, I've got five minutes left. What to talk about? Uh, that is. So this will be the first of many awkward parts of these podcasts where I realize that I don't have enough to talk about for a full 15 minutes. Um. So maybe a little bit about what podcasts mean to me. That, that that occurs to me. So I've mentioned a couple podcasts already. Dear Hank and John, uh, The Worst Idea of All Time, My Brother, My Brother and Me, that have been sort of instrumental in me understanding this medium to the extent that I actually do understand it at this sort of uh, starting off point. Um, I will say that I find podcasts to be... A totally unique endeavor. I mean, I think that they're connected to uh, talk radio sort of somewhat. But basically, the thing I find so interesting about podcasts is how intimate they can be. So I've listened to My Brother, My Brother and Me, which has, you know, over 400 episodes now, a couple times. Which means, like, I have literally spent probably around... Oh, God probably like 500 or 600 episodes. Sorry, 500 or 600 hours consecutively of these three brothers talking to one another. And they do not know who I am and they will probably never know who I am. But like in a very real sense, I know them. Like, you you know, it's the... Um, as My Brother, My Brother and Me is, is, is wanted to reference, it's like the Malcolm Gladwell, like 10,000 hours rule, where if you're actually listening to someone speak especially hearing them speak to their family albeit in a public forum for several hundred hours you can't help but get to know them a little bit and I find that and and like I've experienced other people as a part of fan bases of podcasts who who really have this sense of knowing and connecting with the people that they're listening to like there's just something so crazy intimate and unique about that relationship I'm interested in exploring that relationship. I'm interested in um, sort of putting out my reflective processes into the world. Oh, something I have to say here before we go too much further is uh, another part about the concept of the podcast, which is that uh, when my phone alarm goes off after 15 minutes, I will unceremoniously stop talking. So I wanted to make sure I got that in before it's done. All right. Two and a half minutes, guys. I'm almost at the end of the first one, so I'm <laughs> I don't know if this much is evident, but uh, I'm drunk. Uh, honestly, I don't even remember if I explained this at the beginning of this go round. I, I kind of cheated and I said I was gonna release the first version of this, and I didn't. This is like maybe attempt three or four. But anyways, um, (laughs) my process, you know, let's get a little bit of a behind-the-scenes process for how Stuart came up with this dumb, dumb idea. Um, (laughs) Basically, I'm having a very, very lonely day. Um, Just got back from Thanksgiving break. I am newly single as of about a month ago. I'm still getting used to being alone with myself again. And I decided, fuck, fuck, it's Saturday, fuck, I'm going to come up with a podcast idea. Something I've been meaning to do for a while. Um, But I come up with a bunch of ideas, and then I wouldn't really carry through with them. So I decided, you know, inspired actually by um, a little podcast called Till Death Do Us Blart, which is a collaboration between the makers of uh, The Worst Idea of All Time and My Brother and My Brother and Me, where they both agreed to watch Paul Blart Mall Cop 2 once every year. For the rest of their lives, and make a podcast about it. I mean, it's a pretty good concept, but like, there was something about um, that sort of dedication—that that ill-conceived dedication—that really appealed to me. And I was like, you know what? Fuck it. I, I want to, at least on a theoretical level, make a podcast. So I'm gonna fucking make a podcast tonight. So I resolved that. I would sit down with this damn mic that I bought impulsively and I would record myself and drink until I came up with a podcast idea. One that I would actually do. And what you're experiencing now is the fruit of that labor. Um, <laughs> I think I'm going to save the audio from the original one. Uh, even though it is like, it, it's almost an hour. So like. Uh, right before this, I had basically a whole hour of talking to myself. And let me tell you, if you think this isn't going very well, um, it was going a lot more poorly uh, in in this sort of pre-pilot episode. Anyways, looks like my time is up. Um, goodbye, I guess. See you later, I hope.